Hey, welcome. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. It is Froster Buns Friday. It is uh, seven minutes after nine o'clock, and the telephone number is 874-9390. You can also call me, uh, and it's uh, nationally, it's 800-529-5572. You can also get me at GaryNolan.com, send me a message, and it will uh, pop up right here uh, in, in Cleveland, of all places. Uh, so <clears throat> let us begin. Uh, the Murdoch trial is, is, oh, it's done? Yeah, it seems reasonable. Well, that eliminates a question for uh, for listeners. <laughs> so <laughs> much for that. Just as we're about to get started with, what do you think? Oh, well. Um, so Murdoch has uh, just been uh, delivered a life in prison sentence. It, it, it seems reasonable to me. Um, if you've been following the trial, uh, this guy... What the heck? Oh, no, 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 no. We don't do that. Uh, this guy has... Uh, this guy has uh, murdered his wife and his son, and they um, they gave him life in prison. And I think that's appropriate. How do you do something? How do you how do you kill your progeny? How do you kill your son, much less your wife? Just unbelievable. Uh, anyway, we're going to talk about that. Uh, they they willingly brought their infants. To a trans show, well, I think that's perfectly okay. I mean it. I think it's perfectly all right, at least legally. But with Froster Buns Friday, whatever's on your mind, we'll discuss it. It is your chance to blow off a little steam. You bring a topic to the table, maybe one we covered, maybe one we didn't. And we'll chat about it on the air. We'll kick it off this morning with Rick. He is on the line. And Rick, good morning. How are you? Doing well. I, I guess he doesn't have to worry about those financial crimes anymore. Yeah. I uh, wonder what happens to his uh, his son. Uh, yeah, once he's, that, that's true. Uh, and there's no pleading but, not guilty or, or contesting anything uh, in those financial crimes because he, he just kept admitting it under oath. Uh, yeah, I did that. I stole. Yep, yep. but hey. The, the reason the reason I was calling, I know you all were really busy last week, but uh, I just wanted to, to give you that, that yearly update that, yes, sir, it is Friday and it is Lent. So I, I hope you have a have a great Friday. I, I'm here for you. And, um, yeah, no meat. Why don't I remember when I get a call from Rick when Lent starts not to take the call? Uh, punishment, maybe? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I should know. I, I'm going to have to write this down. When Lent begins, do not take a call from Rick. So is that what frosted your buns? Well, no, it, it didn't really frost my buns, but, you know, it, it's just... <laughs> I'm, I'm just doing my civic duty, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you have a great weekend, Gary. You too, Rick. Thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Oh, Lord. Hey, Brian, I did get an email. Uh, let me see if I can find this because I'm not sure that um, that that this is something we should we should cover. Um. It has to do with fish fries and Lent. Oh um, yes, uh -huh. boy! I, trying to find it, I don't know where I where I got it from. I don't know. I don't know. Somebody sent me a message, 
And it was one of those things where I, I'm pretty sure it should go through the sales department. Uh-huh. Yeah. They but, generally first go through me to make sure that they're not trying to sneak one past us. Oh, yeah, because you are a steel trap. Oh, yeah. When you, I don't when allow, you know, free advertisements on this radio show. I do not. Yeah, nobody gets one past you. Uh-uh. You're, no. you're on it. Um, but I don't know. <laughs> Let me see. No. I don't know. I don't know where it is. I'll, I'll, uh, maybe they'll resend it. Uh, and I'll know what it is. Anyway, it's Frost or Buns Friday, so give me a call. Anything that's on your mind, this is your chance. You can blow off a little steam, 874-9390, toll-free, 800-529-5572. That gets you into the studios. There is apparently a, a, a really, uh, I would argue, a, a really ugly show that um, parents brought their children to. And I was reading the description of what what they were looking at. Uh, It was a drag show, a drag act for babies uh, that featured semi-naked men in thigh-high boots performing bondage routines in front of tots and parents at a quote-unquote sensory event. Um. Footage has emerged of dancers dressed in bondage gear and thongs performing handstands in front of babies and parents at an absolutely abhorrent event. It's the Kaba Baby in a Kaba Baba Rave show. Um, and they've got photographs of this at the Daily Mail. And it really, I mean, it's just, it's just. Gotta get it started early, you know. Huh? Yeah, you can never start too young, can you? Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh, remember what we said, it's, this is all about legal, you know, normalizing pedophilia. In their Instagram profile, the web, uh, the website, uh, are, they apparently think that, you know, this is, this is okay. This is, this is fun. Uh, Sherlock actress Amanda Abington even waded in on the debate, tweeting, lost quite a few followers for saying that's a semi-naked man in thigh-high boots dancing in a highly sexualized way, shouldn't be performing in front of babies, tells me everything I need to know about where society is heading. Well, it is ugly, but apparently the mothers knew that this was the show, and they took their infants to the show. Now, I don't know what kind of an impact it's going to have on the infants, but if if my wife took my child to that event, uh, I think divorce court would be right around the corner. I don't think it should be illegal. I, I just think it's ugly and it's stupid. And of all the things to bring your kids to, what on earth are they thinking? Uh, on a Froster Buns Friday, we go to the phones. Roger is on the line. He wants to talk about Senator Fetterman, who is apparently, well, he's introduced legislation from his hospital bed. I can't believe that. Well, it's he, true. He's co-sponsoring a bill from the mental ward at Walter Reed. Yeah. And this this should not be taking place. If the guy is not competent to show up in the Senate, he, he shouldn't have anything to say about legislation. I, I, I don't even know what to tell you. I mean, we knew he was a wreck 
when he was running. If they had put anybody up at Dr. Oz, he would have lost. This guy is mentally incapable of being a senator, and we all knew it. And if you said anything about it, well, they pretended that you were, you know, they, they began to, uh, to assassinate your character. You were being they were calling. They were calling you an ableist if you said anything about him. And uh, I'm wondering who is actually signing off on, on, I assume it's some kind of a letter or something, or he's a co-sponsor. Who's taking care of that? Somebody in his office? His crazy wife? Uh, who knows what's going on there? Last I heard, his wife, um, when he went in for depression, she took off for Canada. I haven't heard any more about that. Have you? I believe she came back, but I, I'm not real sure. But I, I heard the same thing. She took the kids <laughs> and uh, went north. Got as far away as she could. Left the country. And nobody... Nobody goes north in the winter time. <laughs> no, unless unless there's too much heat in the uh, in the United States. Oh boy! True. Speak, speaking of that, we got a little update on glaciers coming up. Roger, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Eight seven four ninety three ninety toll free eight hundred five two nine five five seven two. I just saw this this morning about glaciers. I'll share it with you next. On the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network, 20 minutes after 9 o'clock. Before I go to the phones, Brian, uh, I, I did get that. I found that message. Oh, you did? And I'm not sure what we should do with this. Uh, let me just read this to you, and you tell me if this is something we should handle or send to sales. It says, the Knights of Columbus Council of Sacred Heart Parish in Columbia will be having Lenten fish fries this Friday, March 3rd, and again Friday, March 10th at Tolton High School on Gans Road in South Columbia. There are dine-in or carry-out events starting at 4.30 in the afternoon and continuing until 7 o'clock in the evening. They go on to say the price is $15 a meal, $10 for ages 10 and under. Uh, the menu includes fish, coleslaw, cornbread, green beans, and their um, famous fresh chips and dessert. And said, so you might mention that during COVID times, these fish fries were only carry out. And now, hoping that folks will come in and dine in with their friends and family. Funds are used to support various charities in the Midwest, such as Special Olympics of Missouri, St. Louis Children's Hospital, and our local food bank, Catholic schools, and many others. Perhaps you could mention our March 10th event a few times next week as well. Uh, thanks, John. Now, yeah, can we uh -uh. do that on the air? No, we're not going to be able to put any of that on the air. None of it? No. Uh-uh. Fish you fry? Know. No. But I, if you want to go ahead and email me that, I'll forward that on to sales and let them know that he's interested in advertising. But as far as getting a free message out as to the dates like uh, today and next Friday... At what what time was again was it? Well, it starts at four thirty in the afternoon, and goes till seven o'clock, and it's only fifteen that. bucks. Yeah, and t uh, it's only ten dollars for uh, kids ten and under. Uh huh. Uh, and you get fish and coleslaw and cornbread, green beans, uh, fresh chips, and dessert. Um, Unfortunately, we're not going to be able to broadcast any of that. Sorry. Can I even tell them that it's going to be at Tolton High School? No, Gans nope. Road can't do that either. All right. Well, they're uh, out of luck. John, thanks for the email. I'm sorry, but I can't publicize this. 
Uh, I, I, I don't know. next time. Really, what you should start uh, doing is, uh, you know, a month or two earlier, go to the sales department and perhaps they can help you. And, and then, then you can get the word out. In the meantime, um, in 1948, when Al Gore was born, Earth had 130,000 glaciers. Today, just 75 years later, only 130,000 glaciers remain. Must be the global warming that caused that, huh? It's the uh, temperature of the core of the Earth. It's millions, millions it's of re- degrees. Yeah, millions of degrees. Oh, Lord. And All right. Bo- uh, boiling frost- oceans, too. Huh? Those boiling oceans have yes, something to do know, with the melting glaciers as well. But there, there's an advantage to that, Brian. Normally, when you, you, you go fishing and you pull something out of the water, you have to cook it. <laughs> That's true. Now it's <laughs> it's already parboiled. Yeah. All right, let me go to the phone. Sharon is on in Springfield. Uh, Sharon, good morning. Good morning. I'm calling to complain about something that's going on with uh, the military records. And my son served as uh, a, a reserve individual when he was out of high school. And then he spent 25 years in the Coast Guard. And he was shot at, uh, involved in all kinds of dangerous rescues. And now the uh, government is telling him that they only have records for his Army Reserves and they don't have records for his 25 years in the Coast Guard. So now he is having to hire lawyers to go through and have them go through and more or less file suit against the government uh, to get his benefits after serving in the United States Coast Guard. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait. He's, he served in the United States Coast Guard for 25 years, got a paycheck every uh, every month, and they don't have a record of that? That's what they're telling him, and that it is not an unusual thing. There are law offices all over this country that are handling these kinds of cases. Now, this is ridiculous that the United States of America cannot keep track of the records of the individuals who have served this country, put their lives on the line for this country, and this is ridiculous. Oh, I don't disagree with you there. Uh, Sharon, I wish him the best of luck. I, 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 can't, I can't imagine how they could be sending this guy a paycheck all these years and then say, no, no, he never worked for us. Uh, good luck on that. Yeah. Let us know what happens, Sharon. Thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Let's go down to less on uh, the climate. Good morning, sir. Oh, the climate's terrible. Uh, one thing about John Fetterman. In the not-so-mainstream uh, news, it is reported that nobody's seen him for days and days, and the Pennsylvania Republican committees are want to see evidence that he is still alive. Sidebar. Now I want to talk about the weather. The Venice canals, they're all drying up. The eastern Mediterranean uh, shoreline has receded. Uh, yards and yards and yards, and the shoreline is going higher, higher. What does this do to 
the scientists in the not mainstream media, which is not being reported, that the earthquakes in Turkey has risen the landmass along the eastern Mediterranean. So if you want a gondolin uh, boat ride, sorry, folks. Ancient history. The uh, canals were supposed to. The, uh, the Venice was supposed to sink into the sea. When did and, this suddenly reverse? Because uh, I just saw a special not too long ago about how they're preparing for all this water that's apparently <laughs> allegedly rising since the Turkey uh, earthquakes. Just since the earthquake, fifty some odd thousand people died in these earthquakes. Yeah, I know. The landmass has risen. The landmass has risen along the the uh, eastern Mediterranean. And it's risen that much that they don't even have enough water in the canals? Nope. Nope. They're all drying up. They're all drying up. You could actually walk in the canals and not get wet. Good Lord. Brian, look that up. That's interesting. All right. Listen, uh, thank you uh, for telling us about that. I had, I had no idea. Thank all right, you. Les, take care, buddy. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. I never heard of it. Had you heard of that, Brian? I had, no, I had not. I mean that would be quite a rise. You would think that would tear up the buildings if they uh if the land rose by that much. See if you can find some. We're all checked during the break, one or the other, but we gotta find out what that's all about. Uh in the meantime we'll head over to Harrisburg and get Ken on the line. Good morning, Ken. How are you? I'm good, Gary. Uh hey, uh, I think this lady's name was Shirley. Her her uh, son was had spent a career in the in the uh, Coast Guard. Yeah. Uh uh, I'm not surprised about uh, his records because uh, before we went to Vietnam second time, Navy sent me to spotter school, which they were going to send us over on land and we'd find uh, the targets and call back to the ship and, and uh, for uh, artillery. And I sent off my records twice, and there's nothing in my records about me going TAD to uh, the Navy SEAL spotter school. Uh, the only thing I have to show for is my workbook that we had in class. So I'm not surprised that, uh, that some of that stuff is omitted from his records. Is there, well, it, it sounded like she was, uh, she was telling us that they have no record of him working in the Coast Guard for 25 years. Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Somebody, uh, you know, whoever's working the claim, uh, probably overlooked it or something. It had to be. It has to be in his records. Yeah, so if nothing else, come up with a pay stub or a check stub or something. Well, like that. I would. If I was her, I'd, I'd have uh, have her son get a hold of a senator, and because uh, they can go about, they can get stuff done that uh, individuals can't. Makes sense. All right, Ken. Thank you very much. Glad to have you on the uh -huh. Gary Nolan Show. It is Froster Buns Friday, and it is your day to come up with whatever topics you want. Though we've got plenty of our own, Florida bill would require bloggers who write about governor uh, or uh, any state legislator to register with the state. See, when the Republicans do this kind of thing, it makes me crazy. This is when they're just as bad as the Democrats. Uh, and we'll talk about that in the next half hour. Also, a perfect storm of recession, debt, and out-of-control inflation is coming for markets this year. At least according to uh, Rubini. We'll get to that in the next half hour as well. It's the Gary Nolan Show on the Zimmer Radio Network. This 
is the Gary Nolan Show. Hey, welcome. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. It is Froster Buns Friday on the Gary Nolan Show. That means you can bring up any topic you want. It is 9.35 right now, so if you have to be somewhere at 9.30, you're late. And I'm just letting you know. Uh, the war on nicotine. Uh, we're going to talk about... Uh, this rule that they've written in Florida, this just this makes me crazy. It's when the Republicans do things like this that I think, what the hell is the matter with you? What are you thinking? Uh, Florida senator, his name is uh, Brodeur, uh, wants bloggers who write about Governor DeSantis, uh, the attorney general, and other members of the Florida executive cabinet or legislature to register with the state or face fines. Now, anybody who has even a cursory knowledge of the Constitution knows that this is a, a, it is a violation, a blatant violation of the Constitution. His proposal would require any blogger writing about government officials to register with the Florida Office of Legislative Services or the Commission on Ethics. Uh, he wrote that uh, those who write an article, a story, or series of stories about the governor, lieutenant governor, a cabinet officer, or any member of the legislature and receives or will receive payment for doing so must register with state offices within five days after the publication of an article that mentions an elected state official. If another blog post is added to a blog, the blogger would then be required to submit monthly reports on the 10th of each month with the appropriate state office. They would not have to submit a report on months when there's no content published. For blog posts that, quote, concern an elected member of the legislature or an officer of the executive branch, Monthly reports must disclose the amount of compensation received for the coverage uh, rounded to the nearest $10 value. If compensation is paid for a series of posts or for a specific amount of time, the blogger would be required to disclose the total amount to be received upon publication of the first post in said series or time frame. This is absolutely ridiculous. And it, it, the only thing I can think of is that it's being done to make a point but that, but that they are not seriously thinking of, of passing this legislation. By the way, they go on to say that failure to file these disclosures or register with state officials if the bill passes would lead to daily fines for the bloggers with a maximum amount per report, uh, not per writer, of $2,500. The per day fine is $25 per report for each day it's late. It's ridiculous. It, it, this is the sort of thing that any politician who's running against you is going to throw up in, in, the, in the next election. In addition to the blogger regulation, the bill also removes provisions of state statutes to require judicial notices of sales to be published on publicly accessible websites for specific uh, 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 and specifies that a government agency can publish legally required advertisements in public notes on county sites, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? This bill is not going to pass. If it's meant to be a joke or to make a point, it was a bad idea. And if it's serious, it's an even worse idea. 
When Republicans do this kind of thing, they are quite literally shooting themselves in the foot. And, and actually, they're shooting every other Republican in the foot. Uh, it's insanity. Yeah, but that's politics. Uh, let me go on, because i got a couple other things. This next one you're going to want to pay attention to. Uh, Rubini has, dis- has uh, you know, taken a good look at the economy, and he says that a recession, debt crisis, and stagflation trifecta is going to strike the U.S. economy this year. Uh, he often has doomsayer predictions, um, and he has warned for months that another financial crisis is going to hit the markets. Central bankers will have no choice but to quit their inflation fight, and that'll cause prices to spiral out of control. This is, this is the sort of thing that you just don't know which way to go. You tighten the money supply in hopes of con- reining in inflation, but then you have a recession, and so you have to let the money fly to reverse the recession. And we've been doing this for years. It's just that it doesn't normally happen as, as quickly as, as this cycle is happening. Uh, he's describing it as a perfect storm. Uh, the markets are going to get hit with a recession, debt crisis, and out-of-control inflation. Um, he's one of the first economists to call the 2008 recession. He's been warning for months of stagflationary debt crisis, which combines the worst aspects of 70s-style stagflation and the 08 debt crisis. He says, I do believe that a stagflationary crisis is going to emerge this year. Uh, with consumer inflation still sticky at 6.4%, Rubini estimated Federal Reserve would need to lift benchmark rates well above 6% for inflation to fall back to its 2% target. Now, I've been telling you this for months now. You cannot get this inflation under control until you increase the interest rates to above the inflation rate. And when that happens... That's when you, you end up with a recession. You know, I've been watching Biden's financial people come on TV and argue that the economy is hot, uh, everything is fine, we're not in a recession. Well, technically, he's right. We're not in a recession yet. We're still in the inflationary uh, 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 aspect of this. And they're gonna, the feds are going to have to hike interest rates. And that's when things begin to reverse. Now, that's going to be good for the Republicans, except I know what the Democrats are going to say. I know what Biden is going to say. Biden is going to say that the Republicans took over the House of Representatives, and that's why we're having this recession. Everything was just honky-dory until they took over. And he'll try to blame it on the Republicans. That's just the way they work. It's the way politics work. But the fact is... He was giving out money hand over fist, even when the economy was recovering. And that's inflationary. As the government gets larger and larger, and they need more and more money to cover their bills, it's adding to inflation. The Federal Reserve can't control it because they're working alone. And I've said this for months, too. I've said this for months. Federal Reserve has only one tool. They've just got a hammer. Everything looks like a nail. 
So they're going to continue to raise the interest rates because they're not getting any help from the administration. They could have accomplished this. They could have given themselves this soft landing if only Biden and the Democrats would, would have quit spending. If they hadn't spent like they've been spending, you would have that along with the uh, interest rate hike and everything would have sort of mellowed out. But they're working alone. So it's just hike, 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 hike until it stops, till the inflation stops. Then everything tumbles. And when everything tumbles, then they got to do something about it. And what do they do? They loosen up the money supply again. This is a vicious roller coaster, and it's because the Democrats won't quit spending. It's also because the Federal Reserve's answer is to constantly print money. It's a, when they do that, you 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 really got to. You almost have to quit thinking about it like it's uh, like it's a price hike. Because while it appears to be a price hike, it's really a tax hike. It's a hidden tax. And you're paying it every time you go to the grocery store. It's going to get ugly, and I think Rubini is right. And I've been saying this for a while. We're facing, he writes, the perfect storm, inflation, stagflation, recession, and potential debt crisis. He has remained ultra-bearish off the economy, despite the market's growing hope that the U.S. could skirt a recession this year. They're not going to. It's virtually impossible. Uh, you know, and I don't know where to, what to tell you in, in terms of uh, protecting your investments. I'm thinking you want to get out of debt as quickly as you can, and maybe maybe throw some money in gold. That's perhaps the best that you could hope to do. Because this is, this is going to be a mess. Boy, count on the government to screw up everything. Speaking of screwing things up, Reason Magazine has a great piece about being in the middle class. Decades of subsidies, they say, have made the essentials of middle class life increasingly difficult to afford. Now, I've, um, I've often talked about how when the government decided... They were going to subsidize education. The cost went up. When they decided that they were going to subsidize health care, the price, the cost of health care went up. Everything that they try to do to drive down prices for everything they think is too expensive gets more expensive. We'll go over that next on The Gary Nolan Show. It's the Zimmer Radio Network. It's 9.50 on a Frost Your Buns Friday. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. 874-9390. Toll free 800-529-5572. Brian, when Les came on, he said that uh, the uh, the canals in Venice were drying up because of the uh, earthquake. That's what I understood. And I looked it up, and you know what? He's right. I, I was... Um, you know, it just seems like a, a month or two ago, I was looking at stories about how they were afraid that the water levels were, you know, tearing up the buildings on the sides of the canal, that they weren't yes. designed for that deep water. 
Photos reveal the beloved Italian city of Venice reduced to a squelching quagmire following a freak low tide in the waterways. Venice, known for its world-famous gondolas and water taxis, is usually faced with flooding. But unusually low tides has caused significant disruptions to daily life with water buses and other vessels unable to navigate the city's shallow waterways for days. Pictures show the colorful boats sitting abandoned in their moorings as the city's romantic waterways are filled with mud. So I don't know if it's permanent or not. It, it seems to, it sounds like it, it perhaps is not. Water ambulances have also been grounded and are unable to reach those in need. Italy, like other European countries, is facing a new round of severe drought conditions and dangerously dry summer led to an emergency. Um, the low tide has caused fish to die en masse and has revealed the ancient foundations of many buildings. Well, I don't think it's global warming has suddenly evaporated everything. The freak water levels have also disrupted the city's carnival, which has drawn more than 100,000 tourists to the city. Officials now say the water levels in Venice have dropped to 65 centimeters, 26 inches, uh, below the average sea level. So it has, it has dropped. Um, but it's probably not permanent. Ah, Venice. Not, it just not, it was just not, I was kind of surprised uh, that it was actually happening. Anyway, uh, 874-9390, toll-free 800-529-5572. Uh, Elon Musk wants to test brain chips in humans. And uh, the U.S. government won't let him do this. At least... On at least four occasions since 2019, Elon Musk has predicted that his medical device company, Neuralink, would soon start human trials of a revolutionary brain implant to treat intractable conditions such as paralysis and blindness. Yet the company, founded in 2016, didn't seek permission from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration until 2022. Um... Frankly, uh, if I had a, a problem, I would probably jump on it. Uh, we'll get into that in the next uh, the next half hour or so. Uh, price is rising because of government. Pat is on the line. Let's get Pat in. Good morning, Pat. How are you? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. But hey, let me start off topic first before I get into the prices rising. Have you ever heard of tectonic plates? Yes. Okay. Well, a sea plate dives underneath a land plate. And when you have a sea plate smashing into a land plate where you're getting the uh, earthquakes from, mm -hmm. the one's going to rise, the other's going to sink. Mm -hmm. So most likely, if that was caused by the earthquake, it will be permanent. Just a, a food for thought there. Yeah, if it was. I, and and I'm, they didn't say that it was. So they're saying... Correct. So if it's caused by that, yeah. But they're saying low tide. But if you raise the land the tide will be lower. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, but on the other issue that, that I really am calling about is the, <clears throat> the prices being driven up. Let me tell you, the biggest driver of housing prices is HUD. This is what's caused housing prices to soar over the decades. You know, when I was young, 
you know, back in the sixties when I was born, you could buy a house, average house for eight, ten, twelve thousand dollars in fifties and sixties. Uh, and today now those same houses are closing on 300,000, you know, um, I mean, they're not quite the same style and everything, but it's, it's the average home for, for individual families. And what's really driven that is HUD. When HUD came in and they wanted to be able to rent, uh, have people rent to HUD people, well, HUD people, they don't have the same understanding that someone who buys something does as far as taking care of it. It's given to them. So they don't respect it on the same level. Their children don't respect it on the same level. And I'm not talking about all of them, but I'm talking about in general, because it's being given to you, you don't understand its value. So you don't take as good a care of it. Not to mention that it's a renter versus somebody that's owning. And so when you are a landlord out there and you uh, see HUD people are like, well, I don't want to deal with that. I got to deal with all the headache of HUD and I got to deal with, you know, all this other stuff now. So then HUD has to give you more money to get you to be willing to do that. As soon as, and let's just say back in the day, rent was 300. Well, suddenly HUD comes along and says, yeah, well, we'll, we'll rent that house from you for 350. Well, eventually landlord goes, man, that's, you know, one sixth more money a month. Okay. Yeah, we'll do 350. Then the other landlords go, well, hey, this guy's getting uh, 350, so I'm we're going to raise ours from 300 to 350. Well, when they do that, HUD has to raise it up again to get you to want to do HUD. And now that same house, a three bedroom house right now for HUD up in St. Louis because I've got one getting ready to go, um, twelve hundred dollars a month for a cracker box three a cracker box three bedroom house. And that's way too much. And it's all driven by what HUD is willing to give you. And then everybody comes back and is competing with HUD. And that's one of the ways that government just causes everything to go up when they get involved. Yeah, the government distorts the marketplace. Correct. And, it, and, and it's everywhere they get involved. I, I don't care if it's housing or medical or educational or food. Whatever they do, whenever they get involved... They distort the marketplace. Well, they have Absolutely. to. Absolutely. Wait Every a minute. Wait a minute. Why, why do they have to, Brian? Well, because, because you're, you're too, too stupid. stupid. <laughs> yep. That's exactly right. All right. Listen, I appreciate the call. And it's an interesting. I hadn't even thought about that. Uh, but I do appreciate it. Pat, thank you. Uh-huh. All right. Take care. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, we'll get to uh, more of these distortions and how the government does that. Uh, and uh, whatever topic that's on your mind, because it is Frost Your Buns Friday, you can also get uh, a message to me by going to GaryNolan.com, uh, and it will pop up uh, on my on my phone, because I'm not in my studio, I'm in Cleveland, uh, and I will be able to see it there. Uh, so you can do that. Either way, we'll, we'll cover this ground and a whole bunch more on the Gary Nolan Show on a Frost Your Buns Friday on the Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show 